Ooh, happy Tuesday, Prime Sports World of Nights. Welcome into another edition of Prime Sports World. And this is going to be our very first mock draft, the first 18 picks. Uh, mock draft 1.0. This will include no trades. Uh, so whatever pick your team happens to have, that is the pick that they're going to be making here at this mock draft. Um, of course, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you do happen to miss this live, I will share the link to all of our streaming platforms. Izzy, I'm going to have to mute you here for a second. Uh, so you can chances on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Um, so if you do happen to miss this live, you can check us out on all of the streaming platforms. Uh, I will share that link right now. So go ahead and check that. I've also shared the StreamYard link. So if you want to join us and talk about your team and what we think you're going to do on this version of the mock draft, Feel free to join us, but please don't join if you don't know anything about football. Um, we hate that. Um, so please uh, keep that in mind. Uh, but yeah, I'm David Huffman right there as the CEO of Israel Rivera, and then my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins. Welcome to the show. And with no further ado, let's get into the mock draft. Uh, gentlemen, any uh, anything interesting that you found when you're doing your mock draft this time around? I'm seeing a lot of Bijan Robinson at four. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Come on, why would the Colts? Why would the Colts go Bijan Robinson at four? That doesn't make sense. Again, this is no trades. Yeah. So it doesn't make yeah. The Colts at four when they have Jonathan Taylor, unless they want a one-two punch of Bijan Robinson. Nobody and nobody play quarterback for them next season, right? <laughs> <laughs> unless, they, unless that's what they unless they just want to, you know, um take some of the workload. Off of Jonathan Taylor, which I completely I, I, I think, get. I, I mean, they do need to do that, but I think they could do that with a very late round pick, or they do have Zach Moss on the roster now. I think a running back at four doesn't make any sense. Uh, but let's get into the mock draft. Let's talk about the team that's at the number one on the clock, Chicago Bears. Me and TJ, Chicago Bears, with the first overall pick in the no mock edition. Let's let the Packer fan go first. Mr. Israel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Hey, was it was there a problem with my mic? Is that why you had to mute me? Hey, yeah, yeah, you had a lot of, a lot of background noise going on. Oh, uh, that, that was that's because I'm in my car and it's cold outside, so I had the heat on. So, well, well luckily anyways, you're, luckily you're part of Prime Sports World, and we bring the heat. We gonna bring the heat, fuck yeah. <laughs> anyways, um, anyways, maybe, um, um, I think I no trades. You know, all picks are staying here. This is an easy one. They don't need a quarterback. They go defensive end. Edge rusher, the best one in the draft. We don't understand. This is a no-brainer. They get a, they get a, they get a, um, a guy that was already kind of projected to be number one overall for like you know in, in in the last two years, right? I mean, they've been talking about this guy since last year to be number one overall. If Bryce Young didn't have the year he did had this year, and whatever the case is, so this is a team need. Will Anderson is the perfect pick for the Chicago Bears. They get an edge rusher for the next ten years or so, twelve years. Well, that's that's nice. Like I, I really think if they keep the number one overall pick, there's no wrong answer between Will Anderson and Jalen Carter, which is who I have them taking. Because I, as much as the edge is, as much as edge rusher is important, collapsing the pocket from the middle is just as important, maybe even more. Um, so. I, and Jalen Carter is projected as not only just number one overall pick, but the best overall player in this draft. I like they they feel that strongly about Jalen Carter, and I would not be upset one iota if the Bears decide to keep that number one overall pick. 
and make Jalen Carter Chicago there. We we legit saw a team like the Buffalo Bills who can't run the ball, can't run the ball at all, right? Their two running backs, when they played the Chicago Bears, both averaged nine a carry up the middle. And their their quarterback averaged seven yards a carry. And their quarterback averaged seven yards. Like, bro, get Jalen Carter, collapse the pocket, worry about the edge later in the draft. That's just just me. So I go Jalen Carter at one. Um, so I'm going to break this tie with uh, Will Anderson, defensive end out of Alabama. And I do agree with you. I I, I think this is a win-win situation if you're the Chicago Bears. I don't, I don't necessarily There's know. There's no wrong answer. I don't, I don't think there's a wrong answer between these two guys. They're both freak athletes. They're both going to get pressure out of the quarterback. Uh, I just think the defensive end position is a little more valuable than defensive tackle. Um, but that's just my honest opinion. Well, I, I mean, I like, like y'all, like y'all ain't wrong considering there's more premier edge rushers in the league than premier D tackles. Like the premier D tackle, the premier D tackle list is kind of short. You got Aaron. I mean, Donald. You, can probably, you can probably do it in one hand, if if not less than that. Like yeah, Aaron Donald, like, Vernon Hargraves, and that's what Quentin, Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams. That's three, right? Like um, Vita Vea, healthy. Right, like that's four. Like I don't, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing the blank on some. Um, who pick a guy for the Eagles? Vernon Hargraves plays for the Eagles. I thought it was Javon Hargraves. It could have been. It could be. I think Vernon Hargraves played ten years ago. <laughs> so like, you got, you got Javon Hargraves. You got. I mean, Jordan Davis is probably going to be like their next. Their, their, their new Fletcher Cox because Fletcher Cox getting up there in age. So. But when you go edge rush, you got Khalil Mack, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa. The list goes on and on, right? Like Washington has a bunch of them. Washington has yeah, like four guys on the same yeah, roster. Chase Young. Uh, Chase Sweat, Young. Yeah, my so, bad, guys. Yeah. I, had to, I had to take that call. Oh, my bad, guys. Come on. You're good, man. Now you're you good. Go, you good. Uh, uh, but let's move yeah, on to the all good, brother. Uh, moving on for the Chicago Bears, let's talk about the Houston Texans. They're on the clock. And since I went for, went last on the last one, I'm going to go first on this one. I have them getting the quarterback of the future. I got them taking Bryce Young, quarterback, who'd, Alabama, going to the Houston. Who'd you, who'd you take Who'd you take the first pick, David? Will, 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 Anderson. Will, Will Anderson. He agreed with you. Will Anderson. Will Anderson? Oh, okay, okay. Hey, you know what? You know what? Hey, I don't I, I don't I don't like I like the, I love that pick, David. Either or uh you TJ and David that's a great go. That's a great pick for the Bears. Anyways, go ahead, Texas. He said Bryce, Bryce Young. Young, quarterback. They need a quarterback in the future. Davis Mills is not the answer. Neither is Jeff Briscoe. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, give me uh, give me Bryce Young. He's the best quarterback this in this is, draft class. Uh, so this, is, Bryce Young. this is this is okay. 100%, this is one hundred percent giving me Gardner Minshew vibes, right? Like Gardner Minshew put up a bunch of numbers with the Jags. They just didn't win. Davis Mills putting up a bunch of numbers with the Texans. They're just not winning. They just hired a new coach and D'Amico Ryans, who spent mm-hmm. what six years? Would he play six years for them? Something like that. I thought it was more than that. He played damn near all his most half of his career with them. Right. So like he, he, I know he spent the majority of his career with them. Like it had to be like six, seven years, something like mm-hmm. that. But my, I'll, I'll, I'll Google that right now. My only hope is they give him a fair shot. Like they gave him a six-year deal. So how 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 much of that six years is he gonna be around? Oh, <laughs> right. TJ, TJ, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm in another group chat. 
I'm in another group chat with a, with a bunch of guys from another from a fantasy league uh, mm-hmm. of mine, and they um and you know the whole group, the, everybody, everybody in the group chat, they they black, you know. So they was like, man, I hate the fact that they always choose black head coaches to be in a rebuild, you mm. know. And so and so and so they made a good point. I was like, you gotta give, you know, he's a black head coach, you gotta give him some chance. Don't don't do what you did to your boy. What's his, uh in Arizona? Uh, the boy, the guy, the, the, the my, my guy in Denver, um, you know who I'm talking about? Um, yeah. God, leave his name's escaping me, Hackett. but you know what I mean? Not yeah, no, not Hackett. No, 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 Joseph, Joseph, guys. Yeah. So you got to give him a chance during the rebuild, man. I love the hire though. He's a great defensive coordinator. You're right. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be breaking down all the coaching hires towards the end as, it, as the, all of the I mean, comparisons wrap up here. Back to uh, this, but, all signs indicate Bryce Young, right? Like, I, I, I still don't understand why Texans fans were upset about getting the second overall pick. Like, you're not – like, you do realize you can get Bryce Young at two, right? Like, like you know how that – like, that's still a thing. That's still a possibility. Like, you can still uh-huh. do that. <laughs> I, I think, I think, yes, I think sir? The, dif- the difference is if they really want Bryce Young, now they have to trade draft capital for him. No, you don't. Because there's you always really that don't. risk. Of, there's always that risk of that a team moving up to one to take him from you. So now, you, uh, like, when they had the first overall pick, you control the, you control the entire draft. Uh, guys. Yeah. You going well, Bryce they, Young? You guys, you guys too? Both of y'all going Bryce Young? Yeah. Be different. Uh, both of you guys go- be different. I, oh, oh, oh! You, you already know I'm gonna be different here. I'm gonna be different here because, because I'm gonna say this: the only reason I say Bryce Young slides just a little bit is because okay. of his stature. We've never seen a 5'10", 190 football player get picked in the top ten, and he doesn't have the strongest of arm. He has all the intangibles. He's accurate with the ball, but he's 5'10", 190. I, I just get a little fearful yeah, I mean, of Kyle, him Kyle getting. Murray, Kyle Murray is the same build as him. Kyle Murray's uh, no, uh, uh, Kyle Murray's thicker. Kyle, Kyle Murray Murray's thicker. Stout, not, not by a lot. He's stout, bro. He's he's thicker. Nah, what Kyle you, Murray's thicker. What are you looking he's at? Thicker, you Kyle Murray ain't no twig. Yeah, Kyle yeah. So Bryce, he wasn't a big man when he came out of Oklahoma. But, but, but Kyle Murray's thicker. He's, he's bigger, bigger than he's bigger than Bryce Young. I am not the height, but he's big. Anyways, I'm going. With C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, he's got all the size. He's got the arm. He showed the mobility against Georgia, and I think that you, when you put up the numbers like you did against the best defense, arguably, probably they're up there with the one Hurricanes. Okay, um, I'm going C.J. Stroud here to take pops out. I know he had a lot of weapons mm. at Ohio State. Had a lot of weapons at Ohio State. So did Bryce Young his uh, the previous year from last year. I know. I know last year he you know had you know some guys that were still kind of kind of working out the kinks. Some young wide receivers. So that was kind of impressive by Bryce Young. But CJ Stroud, I think you take him here if you're the Houston Texans, and I got a surprise later because they got that second pick here uh, coming up in the first round, guys. <laughs> Uh, moving on from the Houston Texans, let's talk about the Arizona Cardinals uh, season where they have not chosen their who knew head coach yet, um, and they're probably not going to have Kyler Murray for the majority of this season if at all, uh, but they are on the clock with the third overall pick. Uh, this is a team that probably could look to trade back or, you know, potentially. Um, who do you guys have Arizona taking, Izzy, since you went last on the last one, which is your first year? I will go I will go first. This is where Arizona, we, um, we talked about it in their preview. I mean, they need a little bit of everything. They're in the bottom half. They're out of the league in sacks and getting quarterback pressures. This is where you go get your pocket pusher. You go get Jalen Carter, 
from Georgia, put him in the middle. J.J. Watts retired. Great replacement uh, for the Arizona Carters here. Jalen Carter out of Georgia. I'm also taking Jalen Carter. Uh, I think Arizona's in a pretty solid position here. Uh, they either get they get basically whoever the Bears don't take. So they take Jalen yep. Carter. Uh, Will Anderson, just because the Jalen Carter's off the board. So and Will Anderson probably Will Anderson here probably makes more sense because they have no they have no secure presence on the edge. They have nobody in the middle either, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, they have no secure presence on the edge. Like, what's his name? Um, the edge rushes they've gotten, like Zayvon Collins, or what? Like, they haven't. They haven't. He's hit. Not really, he hasn't really been an edge rusher since he got in the league. Uh, I know it's only been two seasons. They haven't uh, hit. They Isaiah sh- Simmons also neither hasn't been an edge rusher. Well, are you put? Are you playing them at edge over Chandler Jones when he was there and JJ White when he was there? Are you really? Oh, going hell there? no. Okay. Hell no. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, um, yeah, and then and then um, I'm they, Marcus Golden hasn't. He's not on the roster anymore, is he? I don't, I don't think know. so. I, no, I don't think so. Yeah, he's. I think he was gone last year. So yeah, they they need one, bro. They need somebody. They, <laughs> they need somebody. I mean, they're, they're they, I mean, they have Zach Allen, who's you know doesn't really leave me as much to be desired. Uh, moving over to the fourth pick in this year's mock draft is held currently by the Indianapolis Colts, a team that could potentially move up. But I have them stay put at number four since it's the no trade mock. And I have them falling in love with one of the quarterback prospects. And it's not CJ Shroud, it's Will Levis. I think the front yes. office of that Colts front office is in love with him. The stature, the, the arm. I, I just think they look at Will Levis and he has all the intangibles. I think he will be the next Indianapolis Colt. And I think he could potentially, he has a pretty high bust ceiling. Like his potential, his, 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 his chances for to be a bust is fairly high. <laughs> It is well, high. It is a little yeah, high. But if he, but if he hit on, I mean, if he hit on, he's gonna be he's gonna be awesome. I mean, he's got the Justin Herbert intangibles that you look for, like the big body. You know, they we, I did. If if I TJ, you remember you saw NIU play Kentucky? I saw NIU play Kentucky. I'm just gonna bring that because that's our alma mater. Like they were that, getting after Will Levis in the that DBs. Game, right, and, that game was too close for. Too close. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, he's six yes. three. I mean, he's, he's got all the the two hundred thirty. He's got a rocket for an arm. He's got a rocket for a throwing arm. Everything. All the stuff that pro, the prospect like the teams fall in love with when they come with these draft prospects. It will have his hazard. I mean, and that's. So I, I that's think, I mean, that's cute. That's fine. That's dandy. But uh, yeah, CJ Stroud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I, I agree. So, like, so, so, can't go wrong. So, it, Mel Kuyper, who is super respected in NFL circles with the mock draft and all that, and all, all the stuff he does for ESPN, he's probably going to release 10 mock drafts between now and the draft. I think, right? he, I think he's already released three. So. Three of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like he's on first take like a week ago now. No, not even a week ago, like three, four days ago. And he's telling Stephen A. I'm like, yo, Will Levis could be you know, the top pick of the, like the top quarterback in the draft and whatnot. And he could be, but so like the issue that you have is we like we've seen this before, right? We've seen this before, like namely, like in like the 2017 draft, right? Like everybody's talking about Deshaun Watson, a few kicks here for Pat Mahomes, but all of a sudden, 
the train, the Mr. Trubisky train starts rolling. It starts rolling. It picks up momentum, and a team was dumb enough to, you know, bite the bullet and fall for like fall for the uh, fall for the hype. This time, you got two quarterbacks that everybody's talking about: Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and all of a sudden now. The Will Levis train is starting to pick up hype, starting to get the rolling. Now all of a sudden it's Will Levis is going to be the best quarterback in this draft. Not going. CJ Stroud. <laughs> <laughs> is he? Is he going? Oh, am I? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to agree with David. I have Will Levis being taken off the board. Yeah, the Indianapolis Colts are, have fell, fallen in love with Will Levis. I already got CJ Stroud off the board. I don't think they are in love with a 5'10", 190 quarterback in Bryce Young, even though he put up magical numbers uh, the two years, and he's a former Heisman Trophy yeah. winner and all of this other good stuff. I, I just think that they look at the intangible. They look at what Will Levis can bring. Uh, you know, in terms of his intent, in terms of his uh, physical attributes, 6'3", he's a big guy, got a cannon for an arm. He didn't, like, Kentucky, he really didn't have that number one kind of wide receiver. He had a bunch of number twos. Uh, and, and he did, he, and he did, and he did some damage um, in his, you know, the last couple years of college. Um, I will, this is what I will say, though, um, going into the next level for Will Levis, he does have to uh, bring down the turnovers. I mean, he, he, he he's is prone to make mistakes in games, not keep his head in games, throw turn uh, throw throw some picks that he shouldn't be throwing because he relies on that arm, right? He's got a rocket for an arm, so he thinks he can fit into any window. So um that's the only thing I'll set to so, say for the next level for Will Levis, okay. but I got him going here at number four. So real quick, my question is like every like the Colts are one of the trade packages or trade partners that's linked to the Bears for that number one overall pick, right? Colts get one, we get four, and whatever else they give up. Do the Colts take Will Levis first overall? Would they so. do that? I don't know why would they do that. I don't know. I, 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 I'm telling you, if they're if they're enamored with him, I, I think they they would they would take him no matter where. Because David, you already know my logic. If that's your guy, go get your guy. Like, don't waste no time. Don't hesitate. Like, yeah. don't if 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 that's your guy, go get your guy. Hmm. So like, but, maybe, you, but maybe that maybe that shouldn't be your guy, right? I'm not. In, I'm not in the Colts' war room. I'm. I don't know what Jim Ursay is thinking. They still need to pick their coach. Like Jeff Saturday has gotten two interviews already. So <laughs> we're and, rolling it back with the Saturday. I'm telling you. <laughs> and, 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 nobody, and, nobody wants that Colts job. And a little bit of bre- and a little bit of breaking news: LeBron is now under a hundred points away from passing Kareem. I think he's at ninety nine. He needs ninety nine more oh, points. Oh my! There, there was man. There, there was a post on the internet today where they, what he, like he's in the Mecca, right? He's playing in the Mecca. Yeah, he's like, he's like there, he's like he's like he's one hundred seventeen points away. Will he break it tonight? Like, yeah, like, like, like no, he, he will not. 
No. <laughs> no, he won't. No. Like, what is, no. Like, is he going to break the all-time scoring record while breaking the single game scoring record? No, he, he for sure won't. Uh, <laughs> back on track here, let's talk about the Seattle Seahawks on the clock. Uh, obviously, this pick is from the woeful Denver Broncos, uh, who just <laughs> traded for Sean Payton today. Uh, we will be breaking that down a little bit more on Thursday when we do their offseason preview. Uh, but for now, the upstart Seattle Seahawks had a shockingly good season this year. But who are they taking at number five? Uh, here in this draft. I'll let TJ go first. Uh, so you don't know if how long Geno Smith is gonna play to this level. Geno Smith had a career year, right? Like you don't know you don't know how long he's gonna keep this up. You have what's his name? Um uh, why is uh Drew Lock still on Drew the Lock. Drew Lock might be a free agent <clears throat> this offseason. I don't think he'll be back. So well, they may just straight up release him. Like you got, like you got knees at edge. You got knees at linebacker. I I don't know where they go. Like I really, really, really don't. Um, a guy that might sneak into the top five, Devon Witherspoon, the DB out of Illinois. All right. So like you just move him to like the nickel. I I don't know if that'll work because you you got two solid rookie corners. So like they may not do that. Like they might go, um, they might go Tyree Wilson, which is probably more likely the linebacker out of uh, Texas Tech. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna change my, I'm gonna go Tyree Wilson. They go, they go linebacker. Like especially since Bobby Wagner ain't walking through that door no more. <laughs> I'm going edge. I'm going edge too. I'm having taken Miles Murphy though from Clemson, uh, 6'5", 275 pounds, freak of an athlete. Um, could be this year's Trayvon Walker. It's a guy who has a bunch of. Prospects. He looks and goes, just rises up through the draft process, through the combine. Uh, could potentially be the first overall pick. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm actually gonna agree with TJ. Um, Tyree Wilson. I'm going with Tyree Wilson, Texas Tech. Here, um, he's super raw, super athletic, six six, big guy, man, fast, strong off the edge. Uh, but he's real raw. But his ceiling is very high as an edge rusher at the next level. Um, and that's one of the needs for the Seattle Seahawks. He has some big boom, and he has some big bust potential, especially going here in the top five for Tyree Wilson. 50 so. pressures in 2022. 50 mm. from one player at one year. That's – I'm gonna, I'm gonna, what is that a game? Like five a game? That's that's incredible. That's incredible. That's incredible. You ain't got to lie, David. That's incredible. But he's super raw. He's super athletic. I think at the next level. Like the guy I just mentioned, Miles Murphy, he only had had 76 pressures over two seasons. This guy put up 50 and one. So, so like like, like 50 pressures in what, 13 games? (laughs) I mean, 10, right? Texas Tech probably played 10 games. No, they 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 played 12. 12 games? 12, yeah. Well, 13 if you include the ball 13 game. 13 because the ball game, yeah. If he played in the ball game, if they were ball eligible. If they, like, if, if they were ball eligible. They played, they played in the ball game. They played in the ball game. So 13. They, uh, I, I forget who they beat. I think they beat Pittsburgh. 50, 50 pressures in 13 games, bro. Like, that's Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, uh, he's he's a, he's he's a big boy. He's a big boy too. Six six. I mean, long arms, real fast. I mean, off that edge. Man. Uh, moving on from the CLC, let's talk about the Detroit Lions, who are now on the clock. Uh, obviously, this pick is from the Los Angeles Rams, uh, who basically won a Super Bowl and then fell apart. Uh, so the Lions <laughs> gonna get the benefit from that. They get the sixth overall pick. Uh, I have them picking the guy you guys we just talked about, the kid from Texas Tech. 
Uh, or was it? Yeah, Tyree Wilson. Uh, yeah, the, the Lions also need a big time edge rusher, and Miles Murphy is no longer on the clock. Neither is uh, Will Anderson. So they get the third best guy, who potentially could be, you know, the second or however you rank him. Uh, got him going as number six to the Detroit Lions. Mm. Um, I, I'm actually gonna go with the guy that TJ was mentioning before he made his pick. I'm actually gonna go Devin Witherspoon, Illinois here at cornerback for the Detroit Lions. Uh, he is legit the best corner in college football. The epitome of a shutdown <laughs> corner. Uh, you put him on an island, put, put somebody on the island, you're number one on the island with Devin Witherspoon, he's not he's not going to have a good game. Okay, so that's what the Detroit Lions need. They need a guy that that, that is going to be solid because we, we've seen them being too many up-tempo games. The offense is good. But defensively, they need they need a shutdown corner to shut down one side of the field. They don't have that just yet. Uh, give me Devin Witherspoon for Illinois here. I don't. I would love. I I would love that because like that's the that would be like the first Illinois player in the top ten in God knows how long, right? <laughs> I don't like, even. I can't even remember. I can't even remember <laughs> that time I had a top ten pick. Exactly. Um. But I would not want to see Devin Witherspoon twice a year for the next ten years. So I'm like, I'm not. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> he biased. Uh, he biased. It's all good, y'all. Hella biased, bro. Uh, Keely, Keely Ringo. Like right, we, like we in the same, we in the same draft. Uh, we in the same boat on what they should draft. It should be def. Like they should legit just load up on defense, right? Like David, I don't, I, I don't see them going another edge guy. Because you can, they, never, you can never, you can never have enough edges. You, you, you like that's true. Like you, you already got Aiden Hutchinson, and you had another rookie edge who followed his, followed Aiden Hutchinson ten and a half sacks with eight of his own. Yeah, true. So, so, so like your edge is set, right? I mean, I mean, you could you could put Wilson on the inside. I mean, there's lots of things you could do with having more edges. Like you never, but, but I, I, I do, I do agree with you. There could be, they they do need a corner real bad. I mean, they could take somebody later. But I'm going to go I'm going to go Keely Ringo at 6. Um that's just me. I'm going to go Keely. Yeah, Keely Ringo to the um to the Lions at 6. Uh, moving on from the Detroit Lions, we're going to swing into uh pick number 7, which is the Las Vegas Raiders representing the AFC West. Uh Say it right, more- David. This is the first Raiders. There we go, baby. They had one of the more disappointing (laughs) seasons of the year. Uh, So let's talk with the Raiders in their draft. What do you think they're going to do at seven? TJ, you're on the clock. I think was this the first AFC team west of the Mississippi River um, on the board? (laughs) Like I'm serious, bro. Like the Colts are next to us. The Texans are might be. I think geographically they own they west of the Mississippi. I might be wrong, but the Raiders. They, oh my God, what? So, okay, so who, who's off the board? Like, who, what, who's gone? I mean, Bryce Young is gone. Yeah, Will Anderson, CJ Stroud, Jalen Carter's gone. Will Levis is gone. Tyree Wilson's gone. Well, Will Levis is um, gone. Will Levis is gone. Oh, uh, Will Levis is, is not gone off. Yeah, he's not gone off your board. Yeah. Derek Carr is gone. Right? They, they and Keely three. Ringo's gone off your board. And Keely Ringo's gone off my board. So, they probably go Will Levis. They need a quarterback. Derek Carr, like they have Derek Carr is whatever reason he's been the scapegoat for the um for the Raiders. I just want to point out that 
the entire time Derek Carr was with the Raiders, he never had a top 20. Forget top 10, 15, he never had a top 20 defense. So y'all want Derek Carr to win, but you know, yeah, top like not having a top 20 defense doesn't doesn't help your quarterback out. So Will Levis is gonna be calling Vegas home and Pray for that kid if that happens. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm staying with the quarterback position. I'm not taking Will Evans because he's already off my board. I'm going C.J. Stroud, uh, quarterback, Ohio State, going to be a Las Vegas Raider, and pray for him because you're going to be a Raider. Pray for both. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the offensive line, your offensive line ain't that good either. Like whoever, whoever gets that quarterback job. <laughs> Well, no, you know what though? They got Devontae Adams. They got Josh Jacobs. You know, maybe, at least maybe, that that maybe. that will help. That will help. That will help out your court. Man, you're right. You're right. Josh Jacobs was a free agent this offseason. Maybe they have Josh Jacobs. Maybe. The, maybe okay. the only reason Devontae Adams is there is because you lured him with the ties of playing with his homeboy. His homeboy gone. <laughs> hey, he gone. He gone. Ah, uh, okay. So, so yeah. With the eighth, with the seventh pick in the NFL draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select. They run up to the board. I don't think they can run up there fast enough. Uh, they run up to the board and they go get draft Bryce Young from Alabama. This Bryce is a no because he's still he's still on my board. He's still on my board. He dropped down to number seven, man. I told you, man. The team, the other two teams that picked the quarterback, uh, oh, um, Godly Houston and um, Indy, they liked yeah. the size. They liked the size of the uh, CJ Stroud and Will Levis. Here, the Vegas Raiders just go. They they, they need to go get a quarterback. Derek Carr is not going to be there. Bryce Young, former Heisman Trophy winner. This is a no-brainer for the Las Vegas Raiders right here. Um, yeah, we all have the Raiders going quarterback. Moving on to a team that may be in the quarterback market. The Atlanta Falcons on the eighth overall pick. And Izzy, since you went last on the Raiders, I'll let you go first with the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, yeah. With the eighth overall with the eighth overall pick, the Atlanta Falcons do not go quarterback in my no. mind draft. They don't go quarterback in my mind draft because uh, all the quarterbacks, well, not all the quarterbacks, but all the quarterbacks that make sense for them are not there <laughs> anymore. Um, I'm going to go with Miles Murphy, edge out of Clemson, uh, all for the same reasons. David's seen the tape. I've seen seen the tape. We've seen the tape. The kid's a freakish athlete. He can get after the quarterback. And the Atlanta Falcons need a lot of playmakers on defense. So, and they could go wide receiver here, but when we and, and the thing is, the reason I don't go quarterback is because the jury's still out on Desmond Ritter. He the went jury in. Is still out on Desmond Ritter. Yes. Yes, the jury's still out on Desmond. You got to see what that kid's got. You, 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 you. I mean, he played had a hell of a career and, and, at Cincinnati. And, and, and if, things, if things don't work out well next season, the quarterback class next year is, is really good. It's pretty good. Yes. Um. Okay. Uh. Whew. So. Peter Skoronsky is Peter Skoronsky still on the board, the big tackle out of Northwestern. The issue I have with that, if he falls to a team like Atlanta, where do you play him? Is he a left tackle? Is he a right tackle? Don't really know. But what we do know is this. Calvin really is not walking through that door for the Atlanta Falcons. He's a Jaguar now, in case people forgot. Calvin really is a Jaguar. So you're stuck, stuck with. You're left with Drake London. Uh, Drake London. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus Kyle like Pitts, it. and some 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 stuff. 
They got Felipe Franks who's playing wide receiver, playing tight end now. Felipe, hey, he used to be a tight. He used to be a quarterback for Florida. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's, he's one thought, of their backup tight ends. I thought he was in the XFL. I could have sworn. Dude, are you kidding me? He's still on the Falcons, I assume. So here, so check this out, right? Now let's have a receiver off the board. Yeah. I got two. I got Quinn Johnson, or I got Jordan Addison. Me personally, I'm going with the six five dude out of TCU. That's just me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you saw so, what he did on that screenplay against Michigan. So give me, yeah. So give me Quinn Johnson to Atlanta against Desmond Ritter. Some more weapons because how you gonna find out if he's the guy if he ain't got adequate weapons to throw to? Him so, and Drake London. I, I, I think. And Kyle I, Pitts. It, 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 That's it, it, nasty, it, it, TJ. I hey, like so, that. I like that. I almost went another position at this in this particular pick with the Atlanta Falcons for the same idea, uh, but you can't figure out if Desmond Ritter can play if he's always getting killed by a pass rush. So you got to show up this offensive line. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have them taking the the big tackle from Northwestern. Uh, okay, I don't Peter hate that. Uh, I think it'll be the highest player ever taken by a Northwestern Wildcat. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, where, where did Slater go to the chart? When did Slater get? I'm eleven. Okay. Oh. This would be this would be earlier than Slater, uh, but yeah, yeah. I, have, I, I have this guy going. Atlanta Falcons. He's going to be the tackle of the future. Uh, Jake Matthews is not going to play forever. Uh, you can even play him at right tackle and take, until Jake Matthews retires, uh, which I can't imagine is going to be that much longer because he's been playing forever. Um, so, uh, Slater was thirteen. Has Jake Matthews been playing? Slater was thirteen. Oh, You're right. A long time. Oh, yeah, I oh got my gosh! Time. It oh, seems God. like it seems like it seems like yesterday when I remember he was drafted. So so they check went this by out. so fast. So check this out. No, Jake, Matthews, Jake Matthews. Oh, he's only 30. I mean, he Jake Matthews play. is only 30. He's yeah, only he, can play, he can play for a while longer, I guess. Eight more years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but moving on from the Atlanta Falcons, let's talk about the Carolina Panthers. They're on the clock at number nine. And since I went last with the Falcons, I'll go first. And I have the first position, uh, skill position in this year's draft, at least on my on my, on my mock draft. But it's not a wide receiver. It's B. John Robinson, the running back out of Texas. Going to Carolina, um, kind of Chris McCaffrey experiment 2.0. Uh, this Carolina Panthers off team really did well when they ran the football. And let's get a dominant running back to be the bell cow there at Carolina. Uh, I think you figure out the quarterback situation later or next season. Uh, B. John Robinson also can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's a versatile player. Nine. Reggie Bush. I, and I bet you, Izzy, you, you don't hate that pick. Reggie Bush-esque. I love, I love B. John Robinson. I just don't see him going – uh, in the top eighteen, the top for some reason. Yeah, oh, I, don't, I don't see him going in the top ten. I, yeah. I, I, no, I, I, I love, I love, my, I love the John Robinson going in the first round. I just, I just don't see the need here, um, because of the, of, of the two of the two running backs, Don, Deontay Foreman, and who was the other guy that they had? Those guys signed one year deals. They're not, they're not going to no, back. They, they, hey, who knows Chuba, if they come back? Chuba Hubbard might be back. They, they Chuba Hubbard, Dante Foreman, after they traded for Chris McCaffrey, Dante Foreman just hanging out. Waiting for whatever. To <laughs> like he, this is the second season in a row. Anyways, history, history repeats itself with this pick. Mm-hmm. They are going with the guy that won an MVP for them and took him to a Super Bowl. This guy is compared to Anthony Richardson out of Florida. It's Bruh. a Carolina Anthony, Panther yeah, here. Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. Makes it into the top ten. Somebody needs to be truck tested. 
I know, I, and, and and you know it's crazy because I it's it's crazy because he didn't he literally like had a very up and down year at Florida, and like he didn't look like a top ten pick at Florida, but he made some plays that were like oh my god, like he can run the he can run he has like four four speed he has a big arm he's a big quarterback if he can put it all together in Carolina. They have a special young quarterback. I think they get their quarterback in the future here with Anthony Richardson off the board. Okay. All right. But, yes, so, they, so. Need to get drug- they are going to need to get drug tested, though, because <laughs> I don't think Anthony Richardson – I don't think Anthony Richardson should be going here, but I know they're going to go I, – I have a feeling they're going to pick him. So that's why I picked him. That's why I put him there. All right. So check this out. Right, All right. Every year around the top – around this – Around the seven through ten spot, we get a guy that no one expects to be a top ten pick, but they make it into the top ten. Right? That guy for me this year is it. You might like this, you might hate it. I don't know. <laughs> really don't. Michael Mayer, the tight end out of Notre Dame. I really hate that because I, I really I really hate that because I wish because on your mind board he goes he goes off early and I want him to be a Packer so of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> but Mike, Michael Mayer is the best draft pro- the best draft prospect at the tight end position in this year's draft. Instead. Only because only Rock Byers Rock, Rock Powers is not <laughs> still in college. Draft. He's still in college. I honestly, no TJ TJ no 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 no. Then you know what? Honestly. We we can't we can't really say that because Michael Mayer, Lock. honestly, he had a Lock. better he he had Lock. a better year statistically than Brock Bowers. The Lock. only thing Brock Bowers, the only thing Brock Bowers, the only thing Brock Bowers is because his team went undefeated. Lots of the people. Lock I'm not lying. People. I'm not lying. I, I, I think Michael. I think my, and plus I'm a little biased because I'm a Notre Dame fan. So you know it is. It is. Uh, Brock Bowers basically ate up TCU in the, in the championship. <laughs> Saying, yeah, but no, if you look at his numbers, I mean, Brock Bowers won the Mackey, but I mean, I think Michael Myers should have won it. He had bro, he had crazy was, numbers last year. Bro, like they were talking about Brock Bowers as the number one tight end last year. Like he would be the number one tight end. Like he would have been the number one tight end in last year's class. Yeah, lots lots of the people that made her better than him. Like it's okay, it's cool. You're biased. I get that. Root for your guy, but. <laughs> Dude, okay, dude had, guys. The dude had 152 yards in the title, the national title game. Like he was just unguardable. Uh, but yeah, moving on from Carolina, let's get in. Let's wrap mm-hmm. up the top ten with the Philadelphia Eagles. This pick is obviously from the New Orleans Saints. Uh, they had a dreadful season, and the Eagles are playing in the Super Bowl. Uh, I mentioned in the group chat the Philadelphia Eagles were extremely difficult for me to mock because they don't really have a lot of glaring needs, and so. Like, I don't really – I'm interested to see which, which direction you guys ended up going. Uh, let TJ go first with this, Eagles. Yeah, again, like, they were tough. So, they are a super physical – a super physical team. Um, I have them going offensive line. I got them going uh, – I can't, fi- can't find his name right now, the um, – the top center in the draft, whoever the top center in the draft is, because th- this is looking like the last two rod for Jason Kelsey. The top, the top center in the draft, what they they're, they're saying. So, so Olu Olu Watumi from Michigan 
won he swept the, all the O lineman awards, but okay. he's a little stiff. And I, I think the best center in the draft that, that that they're saying is the kid from Minnesota because he's a little bit more bendable, you know, more athletic. I don't hate that, and I did see him. He did have a uh, he did have a good game against Illinois. Who mm-hmm. Illinois was one of the toughest defenses all year, and they gave up 100 yards rushing to the stud running back up at Minnesota. So I can't think of his name right now. Which and I'm very upset because he I, I was not expecting him to get 100 yards, but you're only as good as the offensive line that it, that's in front of you. And yeah, big homie. I, I watched that game. Big homie was. He was a menace. He was disgusting. So, again, Jason Kelsey's what, 35, 34, 35? If he wins this, like, if he if the Eagles win this, he goes out on he goes out on top, rides off into the sunset. So, that's me. I think they go offensive line. They got to go interior offensive line at that. So, I'm just not sure there's anybody to take at 10, but I, I see where you're going with that. I'm going to I'm gonna swing into the defensive side of the ball. I don't think it's completely clear uh, which of the cor- which of those cornerbacks are going to be back next season. Uh, James Bradbury and then uh, Gardner Johnson, who you traded for. Uh, if, they get, sure- if, if they get Devon with this one, because he's, he's still on my board. He's probably still on your board. He's if still on my the- board, but I'm actually going a different direction. I'm taking Joey Porter Jr. Uh, oh, that's, that's disgusting. The corner from Penn State. Um, so, yeah. Hey, I, I've seen mocks with him to Pittsburgh. Like that—that'd be crazy. Hey, that'd that be crazy. That'd be crazy. Play where his dad played, but no, I haven't been staying in the state of Pennsylvania. Play where his dad there. coaches. His dad's a coach there too. I'm gonna have him oh. go to the Philadelphia Eagles. They take Joey Porter Jr. I think he's the best corner in this year's draft. Hey, I, I got a surprise for y'all later on that. Uh, yeah, at number ten, Philly. Um, I still, I'm, I'm they, st- they're still. Wide receivers on the board left for me. I'm actually that's the direction I'm going because outside of AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, don't nobody on that wide receiver corpse scare me. Watkins don't scare me. Nobody scares me. And we saw and we just saw Cincinnati, Cincinnati with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Uh, I mean, you 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 the more wide receivers you got to go around Jalen Hurts, the better. I'm going the best wide receiver available on my mock draft, and that's Quentin Johnson out of TCU. Big 6'5". I mean, we saw what he did, took the screen pass from Michigan and took it to the house, baby. That's the type of uh, athletic freak. I mean, he's got Calvin Johnson-esque freak athletic ability in a way. Um, So I'm going Quentin Johnson out of TCU here at Philly. But, I mean, this is a team that just doesn't have many holes and it's very hard to, to draft for. So it's, just, well, it's very well, difficult Johnson. to predict where they're gonna go. Like, because well, we right. no one thing that does tend to happen, like wh- whoever wins the football, usually that team gets purged, right? Like all the win, like all the teams that have money, the the guys from the Super Bowl teams that are looking for money, they go where the money goes, right? Like they're not just not every team's gonna do what the uh, what the Buccaneers did and say, hey, let's run it back, and that everybody never happens, and it almost uh, never happens. Moving outside the top 10, let's get it moving a little bit faster now. Uh, so, first of all, we got the Tennessee Titans on the clock. TJ, but you got the Tennessee Titans taking it at 11 after a pretty disappointing season after they went to yeah, the playoffs basically every most of the last decade uh, to not get bounced by the Jaguars before they even made it. Uh, who do you have them taking at 11? Jordan Addison. They need more weapons. Mm. 
Benny totally Lewis. agree. I totally agree with you on that. But I think that they also need to shore up this offensive line. Uh, once Taylor Lawan went out, they were really basically finished at tackle position. Uh, they're a team that basically going to continue to run the ball a lot next season too. Uh, Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, off the tackle hot seat. I like that too. Yeah, uh, number 11, uh, Tennessee Titans. I do agree with David. They need to show up that offensive line. I think, um, yeah, show up the offensive line. Get, I got Peter Skowanski still on the board here. Um, I got him going number 11, uh, tackle out of Northwest to the, the Tennessee Titans here. Number 12, Houston, Texas on the clock. Uh, this is from the trade with the Cleveland Browns uh, as part of the Deshaun Watson trade. Mm-hmm. Izzy, who do you have the Texans taking with their second first-round pick this year? Yes, so this is this is my surprise for you guys. So since they went and got CJ Stroud at two, um, and this team has a lot of holes, but they need, you know, we said this, I said this earlier in their preview. I said you just need to go plus player, Bailey. Okay. And uh they pair up CJ Stroud with his homeboy, Jackson Smith and Jugba, wide receiver out of Ohio State. I know he was injured all last year, but the year before that, Jackson Smith and Jugba was literally the best wide receiver in college football, even though he didn't win the Belitnikoff, Jordan Addison did. Um, Jackson Smith and Jugba here for the te- uh, for the Houston Texans, um, and we've seen that these these this happen. You know, Trevor Lawrence, um, ETN, uh, Jamar Chase. The next year after Joe Burrow, so I like that Jackson Smith and Jugba. Well, I don't have uh, I have Bryce Young being taken by the Houston Texans, so there's no his too. wide receiver that he can pair up with. Uh, so I actually have them taking the best wide receiver available uh, and the first wide receiver actually taken in my mock draft. Jordan Addison, uh, wide receiver who was in Pittsburgh, now plays with USC. Uh, I think he brings all the intangibles we look for at the wide receiver position. I have him take Texas taking him because I, I think the uncertainty around Brandon Cooks and the rest of that wide receiver core not being all that good. Yes. Uh, who, uh, I think I, well, I got Bryce Young with them too. Um, Larry Mutunzel might be, he might either be a cap casualty or a trade thing or, or a trade chip. So they get Paris Johnson Jr., left tackle at Ohio State. They just go from one left tackle to the other. Mm-hmm. Like it. Uh, to number 14, the New York football Jets are on the clock after a season that started out extremely promising and fizzled out down the stretch. Uh, how do you guys see the Jets going in this year's mock draft? Do any of you guys have them taking quarterback, or do you think there's going to be a trade on the horizon for this team? Trade. No, not trade this pick, but I think trade for a quarterback. I think which includes trading this pick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I, so. I, I, I honestly think the Jets will not be picking here. I think this pick will be made by the Green Bay Packers. Potentially. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I actually agree with you. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a New York Jet. I do. Uh, I but think if, Aaron if the Jets, if the Jets end up do staying here, I think they shore up that defense. Uh, I think they have them taking Kristen Gonzalez. Uh, the corner out of Oregon. Uh, he's the best quarterback still available on my board. Give me a big boy. Yeah. 6'3", 6'3", man. He's Pair him up with Sauce Gardner. If you do, you sign DJ Reader. Have DJ Reed play uh, nickel. Uh, Chris, Christian Johnson. Gonzalez, sorry. Gonzalez. Well, on my board, Peter Skronsky's still on the board. And Makai Backton just can't get healthy. He's had He's pretty much been injured since he came into the league, and that's just unfortunate. Because they marveled at his size. They marveled at a dude that was six, whatever, over four, basically 400 pounds, and he could move. Like he was, like, he ran like a five, like he ran the five, some 40 at 400 pounds. And they're like, yo, you're not, no human is supposed to be that big and able to move that well. But he hasn't played, uh, he probably hasn't played eight games. 
Uh, he hasn't, in, for sure hasn't played a full season. I, I would be shocked if he played over 10 games so far in his career. So Peter Skronsky goes to the Jets. It'll be tough. Like, I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. Like, you're pretty much all out on Zach Wilson. I don't know if Mike White has the sustainability to play a full 17. Flacco, Joe, uh, David already knows this. I retired Joe Flacco. So, <laughs> and so, so that, that's, that's where that train's headed. So, could they trade for a quarterback? Could they trade up to get one of those quarterbacks? Like, this all depends on what. I think Houston Houston still does control I, I, the draft. I, I think the Jets want to win now. I don't think they want to wait for a quarterback to be groomed. The rest of this roster is ready to go. It's the quarterback uh-huh. position holding them back. Yep. So you right. It's like I got Peter Scrunch going at 13. Zach Wilson needs to go 13. back to yeah, BYU and learn how to play quarterback. Anyways. Um <laughs> uh number 13, yeah, I go I go I go um tackle. Uh, best available tackle, um, second tackle in the league, uh, in the draft. Harris Johnson Jr. out of Ohio State. Uh, just fits a need for them. They need, they need, you know, more help on that offensive line. So, give me that. But I don't think they'll be picking with this pick. I think they'll be trading this for a quarterback. And, yeah. And speaking of uh, the Patriots, uh, they're the 14th pick. Uh, Bill Belichick, if they have finally shored up that offensive coordinator situation, uh, it's going to be Bill O'Brien. Did they? Did they? Bill O'Brien is it. I, I know we hate on him as a GM, but he's a brilliant offensive coordinator. Like he, he really does design some really good plays. Uh, he's a brilliant – he's the only co- he's the only offensive Just, coordinator the Patriots didn't win a Super Bowl under. So do with that information what you will. Uh, I mean, he was good in Alabama, <laughs> but Bill O'Brien's a very good offensive mind. Uh, just don't let him anywhere oh, in the front office. Yes, no. yes. He's, he's a fire. He's a, he's a fire. Anyways, am I going first here? Yeah, I think so. yeah. All right, I'll go first. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Bill Belichick finally does a, 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 he he goes in a different direction. He doesn't do a Bill Belichick type of pick where he goes he against Cole Strange. Well, you, he's not gonna he's not gonna reach for some random. Player he's not gonna reach for a Cole Strange. He's not gonna go defense here. Bill Belichick <laughs> is finally gonna go offense. He's gonna go get Jordan Addison. Wide receiver out of USC, nobody, absolutely nobody scares you on that wide receiver court for the New England Patriots. Uh, you, their you, defense you, is really you good. Make, you can make the legit argument that nobody on their offense scares you. Like, not a nobody player. on the not offense. A, not, a, not a soul. 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 <laughs> like, Roger Stevenson is and, a nice and, player, but he doesn't scare if, you. David Harris dude, if is they a go, nice player. But... If they go defense, I'm going to pull my hair out because your defense is already good. So you have to go offense this draft. So yeah, Bill Belichick goes Jordan Addison, wide receiver out of USC. Like the problem I, is, Bill Belichick is gonna do Bill Belichick things because yeah. he like that's that's Bill, just who he is. Bill that's Belichick that. likes to build on his strength, and where is his strength lie on the defensive side of the ball? So I have to take the safety like, out of he, Alabama, Brian Branch. It makes sense because Devin McCourty might retire. Uh, Jalen Mills is not a lock to be back next season, so you be- boister up that secondary and keep winning the way you win. Just rolling, and, and you know Brian Branch. I love Brian Branch because he can play that rover type of position for New England. He's like and a I, hybrid, you know. I think this. I think that. I think this was the last hoorah for uh, McCordy. Like we saw him on the bench against the uh, against the Buffalo Bills as the game wind down. He's over there. He was very emotional. So all signs indicate that. Yeah, this this was it. Like no win, lose, draw. No matter what, uh, out of one hundred seventy four. Tackles attempts by Brian Branch. He only missed four tackles. 
his entire mm. career at Alabama. But yeah, Bill Bill Belichick does Bill Belichick things, and Brian Branch just makes too much sense. Like it's just it just screams Bill Belichick, right? right. Like <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I just I just think like God, Lee Bill, you need to go offense here, dude. But what are you as, doing? As, T, as TJ mentioned during the season, it might be time for it might, it might be time for Bill Belichick to you know. Cash uh, pass the baton to his son, like, pass the baton I, to his son or something. I'm, yeah, I'm, like, hey, I, and I understand Bill Belichick has earned the right to say, "I'm done coaching when I'm done coaching." <laughs> like he's earned, like he has 100 earned that right. But hey, if I'm Robert Kraft, I'm looking at him like, "Hey, blood, it's nice, it's been great. You have been the model employee for." 30 years basically we got a front office position for you yeah. we we go we gonna do to you what uh the bucks there for bruce aarons we gonna make up some position some yeah. front office position and you're gonna like yeah just you're just not coaching no more bro. like you're not you're not coaching you're not gming no more we're going new directions all the way around uh moving on from the green from the new england patriots to the green bay packers and pick number 15 uh, let's let the Bear fans make the first pick. And TJ, you're oh, on ahead, with guys. the Green Bay Packers. Okay, so. He's going to bomb this pick, by the way. No, He's going to do it on purpose, too. No, no. Do it on purpose. No, no, so, like, Quinn Johnson is off my board. Michael uh, Michael Mayer is off my board. Jordan Addison is off my board. Um, I don't even know if they would go receiver because you got two nice ones, right? You got Romeo Dobbs. You got um, um, I mean, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson. Chris, you he, got Christian Romeo Watson. Romeo Dobbs showed like a couple games earlier in the season. He was really nothing special the rest of the year. You got you look you look at his numbers. You got nice pieces. That does not change the fact that you got two solid pieces that you have at receiver, does it not? Okay. Okay. Thank you. So, he a big boy too. He's six three. Big boy. So like. You, Christian Watson definitely turned it on late, you know, like maybe maybe too little too late because we, we, we saw it. They needed a, they needed that last game to get in, and that's we saw what happened. And do nothing. I still think tight end is the way to go for them. So I think they get another Georgia tight end. Uh, I got to pull his name up because I had it, and I just – Oh God, I know exactly what you're talking about outside of Black Fires. So, uh, so like it's either him or they go they, they get the uh they get Dalton Kincaid the uh, the kid out of Utah, which might be a better fit. Kincaid out of Utah. But they do need another tight end outside of Darnell Robert Washington Tyson. is the guys. So yeah, it's it's either him or they go Kincaid from Utah. So like they they do go tight end. They need a tight end. They need another. You know who would love that pick? Uh, Christian would love that pick. He loves Darnell Washington. Like that, um, he loves both of those guys. Brock Byers. I'm staying at the skill position, but I'm not addressing the tight end. I still think they have questions at wide receiver. I'm having them taking the best one left available. Quentin Johnson, big speedster, big wide receiver out of TCU. Packers. I I would love that. I would love that, um, David. But he's not on my board. Neither is Jordan Addison. Neither is Jackson Smith and Jugba. Um, so I, <laughs> you, I know where I'm going, baby. He's still on my board. Michael Meyer, tenant, tight end out of Notre Dame. Yes, please come to Green Bay, baby. 
Yes. <laughs> no, no, Thank no, you. When we get the actual draft, they're going to take like a safety. <laughs> no, no, no. Y'all better not take a safety. But if Michael Myers not there, I do like Dalton Kincaid. Uh, to, to, to be a pick here. But uh, and even if, if they don't go tight end, um, God, Lee, man. I mean, another wide receiver. Um, God, Lee. I, I don't even know who, who's the next best available wide receiver on a job. I don't even think there's one that's worth picking, to be honest. Uh, so, yeah, I, sure I, I'm hoping that Ty, that Michael Meyer is still there because then at this point it's just like, ah, you got to go best player available, and it's a whole bunch of linemen and defensive backs that, you, yeah, that, we, that are there. We're probably gonna see a lot of scram. We're probably gonna see a, a a massive scramble at this pick. So like, well, not at not. I can see Green Bay trading back in this draft. Yeah, we're probably gonna see a massive scramble from the minute we hit pick eleven on through. It's gonna be a massive scramble. I mean, it could to, be exactly like oh, we saw last year. That's, like we're basically this like, receiver. I, I wouldn't be mad if they went and got Zay Flowers from Boston College. He's he's he decent. He decent. Uh, moving on from the Green Bay Packers, let's talk about the Washington Commanders, which that name is kind of rubbed off on me a little bit. I like it more than I did oh my last year. Oh, stop it. <laughs> uh, Izzy, you're on the clock with the Washington Commanders. Who do you have them picking at number 16? Uh, Washington Commanders, uh, man, yeah, they need um, help everything. at the offensive line. Yeah, they need a little bit of everything. Well, defensively, I mean, we still we talking about the last two years. They, need, they probably do need a, a DB or two here. Uh, but I'm actually going to go with the uh, best guard. Available best interior lineman available. That's Os- Osiris Torrance, guard out of Florida. Um, it's kind of soars up the interior offensive line uh, for the Washington Commanders there. And especially since you no, know, like Carson Wentz was getting killed in the first half of the season. So yeah, <laughs> uh, the Washington Commanders are a very hard team to mock draft as well, and not because of the reason that the Philadelphia Eagles are difficult to mock draft. It's because the Washington Commanders need everything. Like it's not the Eagles where they have everything. The Commanders literally have nothing. Like I think they have questions at quarterback. They have questions at the offensive line. They have the only place they don't have question marks is in the front seven. Uh, they have one of the better front sevens in the NFL, but everywhere else, I think there are major question marks, but I have them addressing the cornerback situation. Uh, William Jackson, the third, uh, as a free agent signing from the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. To say that it hasn't worked out would probably be an understatement. I think they try to shore that up. I have them taking Devin Witherspoon, cornerback, Illinois. Ooh, he fell for you. I think he fell for me, too. Um <clears throat> I, I wouldn't hate that. <laughs> I wouldn't hate that. Uh, he would torment the NFC the NFC West for God knows how long. And oh yeah, this is a hard team to mock for, right? Like you got you run the risk of losing Deron Payne in free agency. Um, yeah, that's tough. They need a tight end too, so Darnell Washington to here makes a lot of sense. All right, like Logan Thomas is a nice story, he really is. But he's had like the injury bug has been ruthless to him, <laughs> to him lately. So yeah, give me Darnell Washington here at uh, sixteen. And moving on to the second to last pick in this year's mock in this mock draft, at least this one, uh, we got the Pittsburgh. Steelers on the clock. And TJ, since you went last with the Commanders, you get to go first when it comes to the Steelers. So it all comes full circle for the Porter family. Again, I've seen a lot of mocks with Joey Porter Jr. going to the Steelers at 17. I think. I also think, like I said, I think Joey Porter Sr. is a coach. 
Yeah, he's uh, the Steelers. Like, I think he's a cornerback coach or a linebacker coach on this team. So that would be great. That would be that. That's a full circle moment, right? Joey Porter, I think, spent all of his career with the Steelers, right? Did he play his whole mm-hmm. career with them. Yep, uh, went to so Super Bowls. He played. He played all but four seasons with the Steelers. All but four. Uh, so, so yeah, he so, played from 1999 to 2006 with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, he won one Super Bowl with them, uh, and then he went to Miami, and then he went to Arizona. Uh, he was a four-time Pro Bowler. Uh, most of that actually was when he was with the Miami Dolphins. The Pro Bowl stuff? Oh, I guess no, no, I lied. He only went. To no, Pro that was Bowl. when he was with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, right? Say he was, he was, he was a dog in Pittsburgh, man. He, he was really him, good. Troy in Palam- him, Troy Palomalu, man. Yeah, he, he was very yeah. good in, in Miami, though, too. So back when you could hit people, um, you had uh, who, who's my boy on ESPN was on that defense. Ryan, um, Clark. Ryan Clark was on that defense, yeah. So. So yeah, they go Joey Porter Jr. at seventeen. That's yeah, nice full circle moment. Uh, Easy go next. Uh, yeah, number seventeen. I am on the same wavelength as TJ. I'm going Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. One of the Steelers full circle moment, just like TJ said. I think he um, he's gonna be a special special cornerback in the league. He didn't play in the, he didn't play in the Rose Bowl, but that's all right because uh, everything uh, that he did in the regular season. Is uh, coming up uh, for the last couple regular seasons. Is coming into this moment being drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. So Joey Porter Jr. here, at seventeen. Uh, seventeen for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously, Joey Porter is no longer on my on my big board here, so I can't take him. Uh, I'm actually going to go to Brian Breezy, uh, the defensive tackle out of Clemson, 6'5", 300 pounds. Uh, bounce back nicely off that ACL injury from this from the past season to have a pretty solid season this year, uh, and they could use somebody who could play nose tackle, right defensive end, because um, Larry Ogunjobi probably will not be back next season. They can either. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> you got really excited and disconnected. I think. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's all good. Uh, moving on to the final pick, and this is my vision of the mock draft. We got the Detroit Lions on the clock at number 18. Uh, this is their actual pick, shocking as that might be. And I have the Detroit Lions going Anthony Richardson, quarterback out of Florida. I think that he, could sit, he could sit behind Jared Goff for one, <laughs> one year and kind of learn to be a pro, learn how to play the in the NFL, and then have him take the reins next season. Uh, I think the Lions, I do not think they will be picking even this early next year. I expect them to be a playoff team next year. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Lions. I, um, what you call it? I like, again, when back in the top 10, well, they have the what? They have the, what pick do they have? Six? They have six, right? Correct. Six. Yep. I've seen, like, I cannot tell you how many mock drafts I've seen with them taking either Will Levis or C.J. Stroud with that first pick. And I'm just like, what do y'all have against Jared Goff? Like, seriously. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, for real, he didn't he, – he did nothing wrong to that franchise. He did everything right last year for them. Like, what like, – I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have anything against it. I just think that they're going to eventually want to get the. No, no, no. I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm not saying your pick is wrong, David. Like, it makes more sense right now versus the versus a top 10 pick. Yeah, because right. top 10 picks are expected to play right, right mm-hmm. away. But like, right away at that. So, like, if you get a guy like Anthony Richardson to David's point, you can 
work on his game you can polish him to fit your like you can polish him the way you want to because ben johnson they're lucky ben johnson didn't take a job this i mean this offseason I mean, I mean arizona's still up in the grabs i mean they have, nobody's gotten hired there i mean nobody has taken the colts job yet so i mean like the way and i mean like, and but there, here's there, the there is still a potential that sean McVay may walk away I, like the way I see it, like the way I see it, he could have, like the like you saw the job he did, right? Like you saw the job he did. How do you not? How do you not get him a job? Like out the gate? How do you? How do you not do that? Um, I I could see them trading. I could see them trading this pick away, but we're not doing that here. So I'm going. I think they get one more offensive weapon for whatever. Like it's just. The name of the game now. Can you imagine Zay Flowers in that offense? I would have nightmares. Man. I have nightmares now, and they don't I have, mean, and, and they don't have yeah. a, and, and they don't have a like like a surefire like quote unquote guy. Like Amon Ross St. Brown is nice, but he's, he's not. The, a, he's probably the fastest player in this year's draft. Like like so like like think about this. Like right, you got Amon Ross St. Brown. You got healthy Jameson Williams and James Williams, Jameson Williams. And then you're just gonna add Zay Flowers to the mix. It's really like a thousand yards and twelve scores playing for Boston College last season. And, 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 and you're talking about Zay Flowers in, in which his quarterback transferred, a couple offensive linemen transferred. Like he literally came back to Boston College thinking that he was gonna have a solid putting on offense and like they like he had to play with, you know, a bunch of average guys and he still put up numbers there in the ACC. So I love that pick with Zay Flowers, you know, anywhere in this range. To be honest with you. Well, who do you have taken uh, Detroit? Well, I got I I am going like the Lions are set on offense. I you know, I just think they have good offensive line, they have wide receivers, they have you know, well, I mean you could say tight end, they got rid of TJ Hawkinson, but whatever. Um, and you know, they, they and they, yeah, and they have you know a good running back tandem with Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift, Jared Goff at quarterback. So, offense is set, it's defense in which they have a whole bunch of holes. And right here, they have to, they, they have edge rushers, like TJ said, Aiden Hutchinson. I forget who the other rookie is that had eight sacks. Um, so you got to go interior defensive lineman. Um, I actually have them going Brian Breesey, defensive tackle out of Clemson, but they could go Siaka Ika out of Baylor, either or would be, um, you know, right, just right for the Detroit Lions. If they go defensive tackle. I got them taking Brian Breesey to out of Clemson. James Houston is the guy you're talking about, the other rookie playing uh, yeah. linebacker. Yeah, James Houston, yep. And yet, my friends, has been our first mock draft 1.0, the no trade edition presented by Prime Sports World. Please like, so share, subscribe just, to the podcast. Just a quick recap, like Trey, um, what's his name, the edge out of Clemson, he's still on my board. Uh, like I, I let a lot of players drop. I have a lot of players dropping on my board, but this is just the first mock draft. They could very well change when we get the pro days and yep. the combine. We'll do another mock draft as we get closer towards the draft as the NFL season starts to wrap up here. Um, but yeah, let us know down in the comment section what you thought about our picks for your teams. Uh, also, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. If you did happen to miss us live, you can catch us on the plethora of streaming platforms on the link I shared. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and that's right iHeartRadio, baby. Uh, so continue checking us out. Uh, I'm with David Huffman right there as the CEO of Prime Sports World, Mr. Israel Rivera, and then my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins. And gentlemen, what we do here at the Prime, my friends.
Bring the heat, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we bring the heat, baby. Also, tomorrow we're going to be doing a very special episode of the crossover. Uh, we're going to talk about the all-star starters. We're going to make our predictions for the all-star reserves. And then we're going to talk about some players that could be or might not be on the move this NBA trade deadline. So keep an eye out for that content. Uh, we will see you guys all tomorrow. You all have a good night. Stay safe out there. See Stay safe. And shout out to my people hey, in Belgium. Shout out to my people in Belgium for downloading the podcast. There. Appreciate yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, appreciate yeah. you guys in Belgium and Ireland. Yeah. There we go. Let's go. See you later, buddy. <laughs>